Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Stick to your sob story (laughs) about how you were molested by your uncle and that you need a hug because of it. Leave Vinny Vincent out of the discussion. Hey, everybody, it's Gene Simmons, and you're listening to Pod of Thunder. But you knew that, didn't you? Oh yeah, welcome to Pot of Thunder, the recognized <laughs> symbol of excellence in KISS podcasting. It's your buddy Andy. <laughs> it's like he stepped on something with that one. Well, oh yeah. <laughs> well, hold on. We have to let everyone know who's in the room. Nick's here, Chris is here, and your buddy Andy's here. And together we give you America's favorite podcast. <laughs> we almost missed it that time. getting harder and harder to time it right i know you have to be careful I mean, they can't yeah, just slow down there's pros you notice how they time that shit up perfectly i didn't uh i didn't watch the all-star game this year but i imagine there was a flyover for that although it was in miami maybe they had the roof of that place closed oh you think so was it Extreme it's weather, and shit down there, man. Yeah, you're right. Maybe they they do that for stadiums when it's just hot. Yeah, well, fucking the stadium in Houston is always closed in the summer. You ever been to Houston in never. the summer? I've never been there ever. It's fucking broiling hot. You can't. You cannot be outside. Why would you live there? I don't know. I couldn't stand <laughs> it. Yeah, I'm not an extreme heat kind of person. Yeah. Last year I went to Palm Springs and it was like a hundred. I forgot what it was in the car. I think it said 114 and it was. 11 p.m. with the sundown. <laughs> Not an exaggeration. Yeah, I, why would you go that far south in the summer? I guess for a vacation, yes. Yeah, but, but it was extreme. I, the farthest I've ever gone south was Virginia. The farthest south. Down to Thomas Jefferson's basement? <laughs> yeah, to <laughs> take see, a yeah. look at no, his no, that's balls. No, that's when it <laughs> was. Have you ever been to America's Dick, Florida? Never even close to it. Everybody tells me the mosquitoes are giant and it's uh, humid and you get mold on your towel if you don't uh, mold, huh? if you don't straighten it out after you use it after a couple hours. Kind of the same principle with your cock, actually. <laughs> you got to straighten it out after a couple hours. <laughs> after you use it, otherwise you get mold all over it. It's absolutely true. <laughs> Anything that's, you know, f- f- frequently in very warm, moist areas, you, you got to do something about that. Or dark, wet places. <laughs> what is that? Yeah. Evil dick. Yep. 
Which, by the way, body counts in town for Chicago Open Air. That's right. A couple days, as is Kiss. Yep. Yeah, friend of mine is going. And guess what? None of us are going. Yeah. What's wrong I, I, with I us? I can't do a festival. I, I can't go to anything no anymore. Way. Why not just go see Kiss and go home? I, I, I just don't, I don't want to deal with it. No? Not worth it. I've seen Kiss before. I got my fill of Kiss on the cruise. You know, I don't need to see I it. I guess you went on the cruise. I was going to say, though, every time I think that, I'll be like, ah. I'm going to go. And then I go, and I'm like, why did I think to not go? This is <laughs> awesome. Why would I ever think I've had enough? Never yeah. had enough. See, the thing with a festival is, like, you're paying the ticket for the 14 bands. It's like, why would I just show up for the last band? I feel obligated to go for the whole day, and then I can't yeah. hang the whole day. I understand. But, you know, I don't. I can't speak with uh, any factual evidence here, but I don't think they were doing such a great job selling that venue. Because tickets for each day, individual days, were $20. Aren't they buy one, get one free I now? think they just keep coming up with deals. So you can yeah, go they see. they want to fill that, that y- venue. Where is it at? It's at Toyota Park where the oh, Chicago yeah. Fire Major League Soccer not, team not plays. Not a giant no. stadium. Well, by probably, what, 40000 Is it that there big? for a concert? I don't even know. I've never been there. I, I was there, and it didn't really seem all that big. Here's something, it's not. Here's something really weird, though, about it, which... Maybe people who've been to more festivals might be able to shed some light on. But I was looking at the plan for it. There's two stages, which makes perfect sense, right? Two stages. I was thinking one on one end, one on the other end. You just turn around and watch the other band kind of thing. One stage is inside the stadium. The other stage is in the parking lot. So all those fucking people got to rifle through to go see another band and then come back in? Yeah. Or is it open? Well, like, isn't that kind of how like Warped Tour does Yeah, it? it's probably where well, you roam around and go see what but, you want. But it's if one... two bands at the same time, then you got to pick one, I guess. I don't think they did it like that. I think it's literally like band here and then <laughs> band here and band here. Like it's Slayer or whatever. I mean, Slayer's there, but let's say on Friday, it's uh, it's like Megadeth outside in the parking lot. Rob Zombie's in the stadium. At the same time? No, one after another. Right. So you got to, if you want to go, you're going to have to go through like a little entrance. That's, like I said, that's not unusual. I think OzFest did it that way. Really? Cause when we went to Warp Tour, Warped it was just Tour? only in the parking lot. They didn't even use the yeah. inside of the venues. They well, I think they do space. now, don't they? Or is they, they even still do that? Yeah, they do. Yeah. We talked about it last week. We Where did? were you? Yeah. Warped Tour? <laughs> sure did. Actually, I don't, I don't remember that either. <laughs> we talked about the Dickies being kicked off of the Warp Tour. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, but whatever. If you are going to Chicago Open Air, let us know how it was, because it would have already happened. By the time this episode's posted, it was Friday, Saturday, well, Sunday before. Let us so. know how body count was. Yeah, body count. they open with talk shit, get shot. <laughs> <laughs> body count Saturday afternoon sometime which right i don't know i n- understand how festivals work but it is always weird when you see a band that for whatever reason you visualize being a nighttime act when the sun is out it just ruins it for me no i hear you it's like when ghost played in front of maiden and it was daylight sure kind of not not uh not the ideal vibe yeah i would not uh, think ghost would be a sunlight band <coughs> No, but Saturday would be the 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 day where you you know you would go during the day and then leave. I mean, I'm not 
really interested in Godsmack and then Corn. That's the Saturday, yeah. And then Sunday Slayer, Ozzy, I think, are the yeah. two big ones. Yeah, yeah, and then it's... Is that Zach Wild with them right now? I think so. Yeah. Still time to get your ticket. Buy one, get nah, one free $20. I can't do it. No, I can't. I, I can't do festivals. Be there all day. Fuck that. <laughs> I just It's like out of obligation. You feel like you have to because it's an option. You don't have to. You just walk right in, see who you want, and leave. You don't have to. I mean, just because it's available to go see all the That's bands. That's not how to. my mind works. You think It's like if you go to a buffet, you're not just going to get one plate of food. you got to get all of them. I know, yeah. Right? Yeah, so it's Otherwise, like I wouldn't have gone to the damn buffet. <laughs> there you go. That must be the logic. So it feels like a waste of money. If you can get well, more I mean, for if that it's price. 20 bucks, then it's great. I mean, yeah. it's not a, you're not wasting any money, but it's, you know, there's music going on. Why wouldn't you go check out some music? What else are you going to be doing all day? Yard work? Yeah, fuck that. That's me. I don't Actually, last week, uh, last Saturday, I was uh, in what you might call antiquing through uh, Interesting. through Michigan, uh, southwest Michigan, and I got to admit, I fucked up. What'd you do? I passed on a, on a piece that, that should be in this room as we speak. Can't really wait. fucked up. Can't wait. Oh, no. What asshole? What? What'd you do? <laughs> all right. Well, first of all, th- these quote-unquote antique shops are really just resale what, shops. What it's just used junk. What you town know? were you in, by the way? Uh, it was like was down it? that Red Arrow Highway. It wasn't like Saugatuck or not all the way that. No? Not the okay. way. Because I've been there. Yeah, that's some serious gay antiquing scene up that way. No question about it. Is the more have <laughs> it turns gay when it becomes more hardcore? Well, it's always antique. gay. Is but I mean, it's like really gay in Sagatuck. Really, everybody knows that. You should. You of all people should know that. <laughs> I don't understand what you're getting at, but go ahead. Yeah. Go go up there with your short shorts and see how long you last. Only <laughs> this would be like the pride parade. There wouldn't be a scrap on Andy's bones by the end of the <laughs> end of it. Anyway, it's it's like resale shops, you know. Yeah. And uh, pretty much all of them have uh, assortments of vinyl albums. Mm. Mm-hmm. Vinyl copy, Flush the Fashion, oh. Alice Cooper. Mm. And I didn't buy it because we had the two-seater. And it was a hot day, and yeah. I was like, I'm going to have to keep this thing in the trunk while we're... Uh, out to dinner and it might ruin the album. Yeah. That's why I didn't buy it. But that's no excuse. Huh. I should have snapped. How that much? Up. Ten bucks. That's oh, not bad. That's not bad. I, I mean, I've I've never seen a vinyl copy of that. Not that I ever doubted it existed, but I mean, that was a real gem. I should have popped for it. So I fucked up. So wouldn't antiquing, if it's true antiquing, imply that there's some kind of uh, what's the amount of years? It's like. 75 years or older, or some weird rule for it to be actually an antique. That's the same thing for, like, vintage music equipment. You know, people are tossing around the word vintage about shit that was put out in the 90s now. Right. It's like... I don't go for that shit. Playing fast and loose with these uh, classifications. It's unbelievable. But, uh... It would have been nice to have that Flush the Fashion album in here right now. It's yeah. a great album. I got to download that thing. Mm-hmm. Big fan of it. Are you familiar with that one, Nick, besides um, clones? 
I listen to, I'm I pretty sure, like, I know Clone's probably the best, but I, I've cruised it. Do you like Clone's? I do like Clone's. Yeah. I've never listened to the original, but I like that one. Yeah, I remember really enjoying that entire album, so I got to... I gotta line that thing up again on iTunes. Anyway. Anyway. We all have our regrets. Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of which. It's times like these when I regret even starting this podcast. What's this mumbling in the background? It's that nice woman. Who Did we ever figure out who that yeah. woman was? You know what? Um, I don't know, but I can smell her in the front. <laughs> Her, uh, <laughs> she's got her first name and last initial embroidered on her shirt. Oh, right. really? You caught a, a glimpse today? I did catch a glimpse. Okay. Well, what did we see? I'm well, interested. First, first, name's r- first name is Red. Red. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Red. Red. Uh, last initial H, so red H. And red and she just told me that she's uh, this is farmer's her. only daughter. <laughs> no, she is. Uh, this is her last week. She's uh, heading back. She is heading back. Heading to, back where to college? Hmm. To get ready, get set up. Got to get That's set nice up. That's nice for daddy. <laughs> Got to go buy your little uh, your little uh, decorative garbage cans and whatever else. Uh, that could be fun. <laughs> Whatever else you see at Target trip, all the time trip, around uh, this time Actually, here. a trip to Ikea would be in order. Yeah. Right. Borrow the... Whoever's got a van in your family, you're going to need it. Shit. It's like, how many 50-cent picture frames could <laughs> I possibly load up into my vehicle? Right. You're such a loser. <laughs> <laughs> So Nick, what's in the box today? <laughs> oh, it's a, it's it's an antique. Well, not, oh, not by Andy's seventy-five year definition, but in in the world of, I guess if you <laughs> are gonna fix it to Kiss memorabilia, mm-hmm. this would classify as an antique, I guess. Okay, Kiss wasn't around seventy-five years ago. No, but if if you kind of uh, make new rules with regard to the length of their career, this, this what, is probably maybe. Antique. What if you have to go seventy-five percent back? In the amount of time. Yeah, then I think we're good. Yeah, again, people playing fast and loose with these classifications, whatever suits them. Yeah. Vintage Les Paul, built in 1994. <laughs> Fuck off with that. <laughs> or, the, you know, the, the requisite eBay heading listing. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> Like Look, s- six exclamation points on either side of wow. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, let me get my credit card out. I can't resist. Fuck off with that. <laughs> Scumbags on that site. Ridiculous. I like when they write look and the two O's or the at yeah, symbol. Exactly. <laughs> Do you uh, go uh, like like the word look is banned from, you know, right. For, and they have to disguise the word is there. Yeah. Does anyone? Jerks. I'm sure people still do use eBay, but I haven't used it for a long time. I'm kind of done with eBay, I think. Yeah, it's it, it, normal people should be done with eBay. <laughs> Fucking 
horse trading on that <laughs> den of iniquity. I mean, you're just <laughs> willingly inviting scumbags into your orbit. I mean, come on. And again, it's all just to accumulate junk. Get out of here. Well, that being said, even worse, I think, is Craigslist. Have you ever tried to get rid of anything on Craigslist? No, not recently. I've, I've never done anything on Craigslist. I have, and it's like, you know, I'm just trying to get rid of stuff for like an extremely low price that it's too big to ship, like an old table or sure, something. Yeah. Right? And I've done that. And it's like these people who show up. I mean, I'm glad they're taking it, but good lord, like <laughs> I don't, I don't want you to know where I live. Well, right, you know, that's why, like, the, the, the most police stations have like Craigslist areas yeah. where you can. You know, exchange things, but then you got to move the fucking table over to the police station, right? Which is not really worth the right. effort. Anything I've sold, I've put in the driveway. Yeah, I'm like, for, you're not coming in my house. Well, Let's no. make that perfectly clear. <laughs> not even in <laughs> no, the garage. It's in the driveway. You can load it into your truck and hand me the money. That's it. Yeah, y'all ain't killing me. Dirt mm. bags out there. Nope. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, sorry. So, so there's an antique. It's got to be from the first 10 years of Kiss. That's what I'm saying for an antique. Yeah. Okay. It, it fits that, that criteria. Qualifies. Okay. Fits it like a glove. So it's actually, Good this work. is like something that you, you might find if there was, a, you know, like a, an antique mall. And, you know, they have the vintage, like, magazine ads, and they're all in plastic with yeah. the backing and everything. This is something that might be in there. Okay. It's extremely rare, however, so I don't know if the other KISS collectors, the ones who are less serious than I am. Sure. Which uh, is everyone. If, if they're gonna, well, yes, it is, but I you know, don't want to be that exclusive. Well, everyone knows In front of everybody. Yeah. I mean, when, once we turn the mics off, I'll be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, it's from 1980. Oh, okay. It's a uh, public service announcement ad hmm. featuring the newest KISS member. Hmm. 1980. This was Rusty Blade. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a PSA about keeping up to date on one's tetanus shots. Oh, wow. Oh, oh perfect. And, uh, yeah, Rusty Blade made his one and only magazine appearance in this ad that I that I have. So this was like a heavily circulated ad? No. It no, wasn't. I, I wouldn't say so. I, I you could possibly say that it's some type of. <laughs> could say that if, if that exists. If the name, for I guess the name was at that point because the name didn't the, uh, get the, get signed off on all the way. So. The name did not stick. No, it did not. It's interesting, Rusty Blade. Yeah, the makeup's interesting too that they that he's got here. Rust, like a, what was different about it? It's like a it's like a crossbone kind of a thing. Like it almost looks like it almost looks like blades, like swords or something. Cross blade, crossbone. Sword thing on his face, like buffalo, right? Yeah, another reason why it didn't work. Yeah, well, and he eventually became Eric Vinny Vincent, Eric Vincent, and my buddy Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> yes, Eric Carr. <laughs> so, how do we take this uh, magazine was, ad and was that from Pierogi Fest? No, I'm just. <laughs> Sounds like a pierogi fest quote. It would be. Yeah. That's coming up, isn't it? Yeah, there's... Oh, that... We talk about all the local festivals that, that in our neighborhood. Ma that massive 
humanoids. It's insanity. This uh, be collapsing onto uh, Whiting, Indiana. Yeah, there's any this, day now. There's this strip of I don't know, maybe five or six blocks, one street where they block it off, and it's the Pierogi Fest, which is actually where I met my wife twelve years I ago. I met her before you did that. Day. Did you really? I did. Wow. How about that? I <laughs> I sure did. By any measure, the worst day of anyone's life, meeting the two of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you, I didn't know this. You met at Pierogi Fest, huh? That's right. If you want to get yourself a wife, head on down to Whiting, <laughs> Indiana. <laughs> last weekend of July. Breathe your sauerkraut breath in her face, and yep. she was smitten. That's all it takes. Yeah, I believe it. Yep, I'm sure it was several beers deep at that point, you too. You got your dick out. And he was probably in the porta potty and avoiding avoiding all possible dairy products and <laughs> what do you know? Yep, there you go. That's the route he took. Mm-hmm. How about that? So <laughs> Yep. So that's coming up. Insane festival. Uh, as far as the amount of people squeezed into one area. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And it's just always happens to fall on that weekend when it's I don't know, ninety eight and 90% humidity. Yeah, or thunderstorms. Yeah, one or the other. And uh, p- parking is a nightmare. Yeah. yeah. If you lived around there. Oh, and uh, I guess we could bring this up. This is a regional thing that might extend to other parts of the country or world. I, I know what you're going to say. The uh, the whiting trademark <laughs> of uh, when the festivals are going on. Yeah. You know people are going to be looking for parking any way they can. Oh, right. You put old chairs like lawn chairs out in front of your house in the street so yeah. people will not park there will not steal your parking spot you have no jurisdiction to do so <laughs> no and my understanding is it's technically against the law to do that yeah because you don't own the public street no, you no. don't own the space in front of your house unless it's like a handicapped but spot with a id number or but whatever it is but uh it is a common practice yeah i feel like that's bigger around chicago isn't well it? it's chicago it's after you shoveled out a parking yeah. space and some other asshole parks there yeah it's like again not within your rights to do so but if you park in a spot if you move lawn chairs to park somewhere yes expect your car to be fucked up yeah that's kind of the the p- the give and take there exactly that is the consequence of uh, parking in a, in a spot like that your your windshield will be bashed in yeah it's your tires knowledge. will be slashed sugar will be poured in your <laughs> gas tank go down the list your car will be so a banana on your tail yes <laughs> will be absolutely inoperable yeah. and just so you could have a nice parking space so yeah so again take consider the, the consequences yeah. Just take the train. Yep. Do yeah. an Uber. It's 2017. Yeah, don't even bother with that. Yeah. Ridiculous. So is Jay going to Limp Biscuit next week? Yeah, he's got VIP. Does he? VIP passes. Our older brother, Andy and I, yeah. our older brother, he's going. We talked about, yeah, there's yeah. A, another. So it's like festival season here. So every weekend there's a festival in another neighborhood. And yeah. in Hammond, there's a festival with a few different bands playing, Limp Biscuit being one of them. Cool in the gang. Being yeah, are another. you going to Cool in the gang? I'd like to. I want to. Yeah, I'm going to get out of work early and go to that one. It's on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Wednesday the 19th. Cool in the mm-hmm. gang. Maybe they'll play the emergency album in its entirety. <laughs> Is it an anniversary of something? Yeah. It's phenomenal. It's like the 34th anniversary. Who cares? Good Great enough. album. Who else is there? It's Cool Bush, in the gang. Bush. Flo Rida. And Flo then the Rida. token Latino band on the Sunday. <laughs> and, you know... Th- 
Every Sunday, it's it's uh, some yeah. Latino. It's always, uh, yeah. And it, for a few years, maybe even a, the better part of a decade, they alternated between Los Lonely Boys and Los Lobos. It was one or the other every year. And Los then Lonely Boys all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I don't know who this one was. Did they have Los Lobos more than once? Oh, yeah. I missed them. Ah, yeah. What's wrong with me? But I don't know who this Whatever. They did the La Bamba soundtrack uh, in its entirety. <laughs> there you go. So, oh, my God. We're talking about everything but kiss. So, in other words, when Los Lobos <laughs> played at the Festival Lakes in the backstage area, they're like, it's not our first time. <laughs> <laughs> Won't be our last. <laughs> What would Bob do? That's uh, <laughs> all you need to know. Uh, anyway, let's get on with it. Did you turn on the sports machine? No, not yet. Flip that switch. He's <laughs> <laughs> grunting at the sports machine now. <laughs> is that how you boot it up now? Is it voice activated? <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, <laughs> it's like. Uh, Oh, what's the what's the stupid thing they have now? What's the name Alexa Alexa or something? Yeah, the Amazon thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's kind of the same deal. Voice recognition. Yeah, my boss is a big talk to your phone guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Call Emma. Make sure everybody's like around. Just fuck. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Just... Pick up your phone and dial the number. Yeah. Jesus. Right. So, Nick, how does Annoying. this... Annoying. <laughs> just sitting there talking to an inanimate object. It's like, what's happened to you? It is a strange... Get it together. It's a strange time to be alive. It really is. Yeah. Nick, how does that magazine ad interact with the song? <laughs> <laughs> like that. That's it? Okay. Yeah, I got to get the you right... scan it, it or it's something? It's all about inflection. No, it's... Uh, <laughs> Since it's an antique, I'm doing a little radiocarbon dating. Okay. Oh, boy. Things. You got to pull that out again? Yeah. Okay. Got to do that. Wow, that's gotten a lot of use over the 215 episodes oh, okay. of Pot I mean, of Thunder. How old is Kiss now? Yeah, you're right. I don't know. You got to get into forensics with Jeez. this stuff. 45, right? 44, 45? Practically 45 yeah. since, they right. s- since they formed, yeah. Yeah. Wow. 
Wow. <laughs> Look. Look. It's their first album. <laughs> you believe it? Yeah. You ready, Nick? Did you get the little piece of paper out it, of this uh, song generator? It took a little while, but uh, yeah, yeah, I was using the, those little, what are those little glass, uh, they're like a chopstick with a little ball on the end of it, you know, those little, those, you stir <laughs> Oh, that you stir like a, a yeah. chemistry thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, Bunsen burner accessories. The Thomas Jefferson glass stir. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah. The huge, use that thing. huge ball on the end Glass of it. Glass stick with a ball on the end yeah. of it. Yeah. Designed by Thomas Jefferson. Used, used for sounding. Yeah. There you go. By Thomas Jefferson. Well, he did it the other way and <laughs> the ball first. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here we go. This one comes off. Alive 2. Oh, it's no. It's called Rocket Ride. Okay. Here we go. Wow. Here we go. Rocket Ride, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't know if I was ready for this. Oh, boy. I don't think anybody is ready for this one. I was kind of just leaned back in my chair. No, no. Taking it easy today. Well, it's, it's that's the other thing. It's like, you know, what we've talked about on here is like, we got to schlep our asses in here on a Thursday night, usually, after a long day at work, long work week. Right. And we're getting, uh, you know, this one included, we're, we've got some real heavy hitting tunes coming up and... Uh, Sometimes you uh, you forget that you need to be prepared. You need to be uh, meet the uh, energy requirement for some of these songs, and this is definitely one of them. So, well, if we refer to the book, Ace Fraley had to say, "That's the first time I was satisfied with my vocal projection. I originally wrote the song for my solo album, but when we were putting a live two together, and decided to have a studio side." With new songs, I gave it up for the album. Uh, that was the song that really gave me confidence that I could sing and really project a song. She basically said two sentences ago, but <laughs> they printed it twice. Sean and I wrote it at my house in Irvington, New York. I had a studio in my attic. We got together one summer day, wrote it, did the demo in my attic. Checked out his computers, probably. <laughs> now, what's interesting, right? He said, Sean and I wrote it at my house in Irvington, New York, right? First sentence from Sean Delaney, Rocket Ride was written in Japan. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. (laughs) Maybe Ace had like a kimono room. Right. (laughs) Yeah. um, A sake kimono spa kind of a sauna room. It'd be cool room to have in the house. Yeah, why not? In that theme. Take your shoes off, sit on the floor. Yeah. It's like a bed and breakfast with themed rooms. Could entirely be possible. Yeah. I'm, go- I'm going with it, actually, as fact. fact yeah. yeah, Absolute fact. Sean Delaney also said, I was taken over to Japan for only one reason, and that was to write songs with the guys. They were all having a writer's block where all of a sudden you were incapable of writing songs. So for me to go to Japan, that was the stipulation, that I would write songs with them. Ace got mad and went to Bill and said, well, he's over here for all of us, not just Gene and Paul. So it was actually an appointment laughs what about peter oh what would what is mentioned. what is the story with that has the i mean i'm sure there is one but i don't know that i've ever heard it for the uh for the studio side there on alive to peter not having, having a vocal, one yeah having, an ori- having his own spotlight track hmm well i mean it's five tunes. I mean, but was was he having a writer's block as well? 
Or was he just out of the equation for some reason? He probably just didn't give a shit at that point, right? Or was there... Either that or he wanted to drop something like ended up on his solo album. They weren't having it. Yeah, could be. (laughs) Well, um, Sean went to Ace's room and said, do you have any riffs? And Ace said, oh yeah, there's this one, but I don't think the guys in the band are capable of playing it. (laughs) (laughs) Ace had that incredible guitar riff. He was playing the riff for Rocket Ride, and I came out with the lyric and the melody. So, a lot of Sean Delaney. (laughs) Oh, that's a great dig. And for those of you who may not be familiar, Alive 2 was after the sixth solo album. It focused on uh, 4, 5, and 6, not solo album, studio Studio album. album. Four, five, and six, and it's a double side or double disc, three sides live, one side studio. So, what is it? Five songs that are studio cuts. Yeah, yeah. On side four, so that's which what I remember we're about. Be, uh, I've talked about this before, but when I got alive too back in the day, I thought it was a ripoff that there was not a fourth live side. I've since changed my tune. Yeah, uh, we've talked it's about pretty that. potent material in this. Uh, studio side you could interpret it either way when i uh oh sorry well, i'm telling you how i interpret <laughs> oh, i don't mean it you i mean i mean people. anyone people you could be like oh cool there's extra studio songs i guess we could or you could be like oh what the hell i want more live songs it's just whatever you like but that's the thing i don't think any band had ever done that yeah. previously so right. when you get it and you're like what the fuck you know right and again if you were a fan of any of the previous albums, you're like, why isn't Take Me on here? Why yeah. isn't Mr. Speed on here? You know? Right, we had that. So it was a bit of a, a bit of a letdown, but uh, I've st- since changed my tune. There's yeah. some great stuff on here. This, this possibly being the best one. The other one we haven't done yet would be uh, tied for it. Although uh, All American Man is incredible as well, so... And I remember enjoying uh, Rockin' in the USA as well. I would say that's my least favorite of the five. I I just remember when so I tad hokey. when I got this cassette tape years ago, my first uh, Kiss purchase. Um, I remember when I got to this side, not really caring too much about any of the songs except for this one at that point, because I think I was such an Ace fan. I'm yeah. like, oh, cool, an Ace song. I felt that way for a really long this time. Was, that was the only song, really, that I would that was a go-to for yeah. me right. for years. I agree. I didn't even like All American Man for a while. It took me a while at to a grow certain, into that Yeah, one. at a certain age, it, you don't maybe... You don't have the perspective required to <laughs> fully appreciate Your that. Your balls haven't descended Thomas Jefferson <laughs> style. And right. Through the, to the basement. Yes, exactly. <laughs> through that the song sub- will send them there, believe me. <laughs> through the subfloor yes. into the basement. Yeah. Now, are you guys... Uh, well, actually, I'll, I'll talk to Nick about this specifically. Are you aware that the... Uh, version on the lost alive 2 is slightly different yep. can yeah. we get the lost alive 2 version up or you do not have it you could probably find it on youtube real quick right yeah, it's probably on youtube because because uh, i yeah what do we like most about what what's one of the things we like most about a rock song the barked out intro of a guitar solo <laughs> there's more to it on the uh, alive lost alive 2 version right 
I'm trying to remember that part. I'm thinking of the verse. There's some vocal missing in the verse. Well, uh, it's for me. It's the difference is the the barked out guitar solo intro. <laughs> okay. It's much I mean, more. Which is it's much more. Let's shall we say robust on the Lost Alive. It's too, pretty version. robust on the uh, the uh, actual. It's even more so wow. on the Lost. Alive I'm having a hard version. time remembering, so I'm looking forward to yeah. this. If we can find it, and if it's of decent quality, I mean, who knows what these schmoes are putting up on YouTube? Did you find it? I think so. It says, "Wow." Yeah, All right, well, let's give it a give it a shot and get into it. Well, the Lost Alive Two version on YouTube is really bad quality, so we're just gonna go with the regular version from Alive Two, which is fine, but which is our rule anyway. That's true. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Not quite, not quite. <laughs> It's got me already. Well, how could it not? I mean, it's uh, you got a just chromatic ascending, uh, the phasing, just a, a nice buildup, great intro. What more do you want? It's it's got that spacey quality. I can I can believe that you know this was something in the vein of, uh, I guess, well his his spaceman esque material. This could have been on his solo album just based on that with with the effects going on because we know his his album is pretty heavy on guitar effects. Yeah, and I've never really been much of a fan of a phaser. It's a guitar effect. It's kind of like nasally in most cases, but here it's really throaty and growling. So this could be my favorite application of the phaser of all time. Well, and it's got time to breathe. Like the, I think a, the phaser, it, something like this, it's it, it's a build up. It's not. Yeah, I mean, like if you did it, on it's not just this like random swooshing yeah. effect. You know, yeah, it's a flanger can be that way too. But uh, but yeah, I mean, again, in general, phaser is not my favorite guitar effect, but it's very well done on this one. <laughs> Great riff. Okay. Um, I, I <laughs> have my my doubts as to whether uh, Ace's suspicions are valid, uh, according to the book where he said, I don't think, or well, that was Delaney said that, right? Oh, he that was recounting he, he, he didn't think that the, the other guys in the band could do it. Yes, he said that's what Ace said. I, I wouldn't say that this would be like the most difficult riff in the catalog. So right. They, who knows? But I bet it would be pretty different to hear the four original members of KISS play this song instead of, you know, the ace solo band of... Actually, I don't know if this is Willie, but I know it's Anton Fig on the drums, and I don't know if it's ace playing bass or if it's Willie. We'll have to... Look it up. <laughs> but we'll give Andy's back. holding. Wait a minute, this is Anton Fig on the drums. Yeah, man. Andy's holding a cat, so he can't look it up right now. It's a thunderous drum solo. I don't think... Uh, I'm looking it up as we dick. speak. I don't think Peter Chris was capable of playing this song. Well, he must have come in and played on the same kit that they used for the other cuts because it sounds exactly the same. Nowhere the on sound, at least where I'm looking, it's nowhere exactly the same. Nowhere does it say Anton Fig. Yeah, I well, don't know shit. about that, man. It says Peter Chris on the drums. I don't believe. I it mean, for you a got second. that snare sound that's just consistent throughout this uh, 
side of studio cuts, yeah. and I, 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 I'm going to have to question you there. Hmm. Well, we'll have to dig deeper. And you're s- you don't think Gene's on the bass? I don't think so, but I don't hey. know. I know this. This is all new to me. Yeah. Well, according to Wikipedia, which is pretty detailed, so I'm assuming that it's got some, you know, validity there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says Ace played lead rhythm and bass on this one, so Gene did not play on this. Or one. Paul, or Paul, but uh, but it doesn't say any other drummer, so I'm guessing it's uh, it's Ace and Peter. Interesting, huh? Well, maybe some of our experts who know everything can verify that it is Peter. Because for some reason, I don't know, I just always assumed. Maybe because it sounds, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. To me, it sounds like the solo album. And a little trivia. Drumming. Not really trivia, but mm. uh, let's see. Bob Kulik played lead guitar on All American Man, Larger Than Life, Rockin' in the USA. So that means he, uh, he what's the other track? Or... or any way you want. Any way you want it. There's no lead on that, so I guess no. nobody really. Uh, that was a Paul joint. So yeah, Ace. Uh, this is his one appearance. I'm guessing uh, on the whole studio side. How about that? What, a, what an appearance it is. Indeed. Lady Space. Yeah. <laughs> he just, he, he like created a character there. Pretty marvelous. <laughs> you it's like kind of cool, Lady Space. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Never really, I mean, I've always knew that was a lyric, but I never put much thought into it. A little nonsensical sounding, but, uh, yeah. He, but it's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's better than him saying baby. Exactly. Yeah, it, 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 no. it fits him with Mix the persona. Mix it up a little bit. Try and be a little more imaginative. Yeah, it's cool. That's what he's done. From the start, you wanted to fly. I got the rocket and you want the ride. Now, at this point, I'm still taking it literal. Or uh, <laughs> in a we're, literal we're, sense, we're going for a ride on a ship. He's actually got a rocket. Yeah, some kind of spacecraft. Yeah. Yep. He's like Elon Musk. At He's the, got some kind of. At this point in the song, I'm I'm still that's that's the storyline I'm going with. Now, on the Lost Alive version, do they have those extra? You say a rocket ride? No. Yeah, those are out too. Yeah. So it's very interesting how they mixed it up with those two versions. It's like how'd they get their hands on the alternate version too it's all all it's pretty incredible what people can uh can line up when they're motivated to do so Alright, I have to share a story. Okay. Something that uh, nearly made me laugh out loud just uh, thinking about it with uh <laughs> without without naming names or anything, but uh a friend of mine at uh at his wedding was uh 
I was hanging out by him, whatever, on the side of the dance floor talking to him or whatever. And uh, a relative of his, um, a little bit older relative, was <laughs> pretty inebriated. Okay. Just the lyrics made me think of this quote that the guy said. So the guy, uh, my friend and I are standing there, and then this his, his older uh, relative comes walking up. And uh, he's kind of staring at the dance floor. And the bride is out there dancing. Okay. And uh, <laughs> so the guy goes, he nudges my friend and he goes, hey, like, look at how look at how she's dancing out there. Mm-hmm. Later on, she's going to want an explosion. <laughs> <laughs> at the <laughs> wedding, the guy just uh, offers that up. She's, she's going to want an explosion. Wow. Yeah. So I was like, that's, yeah. <laughs> the baby wants a fast, baby wants a blast. That's, just reminded yeah. me of that story. So is your uh, are you no longer taking it literally at this <laughs> point, uh, Nick? Has that gone away I, for I you? I guess I've, I've hit the age now where I'm seeing through it a little bit. Yeah. How was she dancing? <laughs> I don't even remember. I don't was think she it, twerking. No, I don't. No, it's uh, shaking her ass. I have no idea. I don't think it was anything provocative. Of course not. But just I just drunken think pervert. She got explosion. I just remember that line. She's going to want an explosion <laughs> tonight. Someone explain that one to me. You better wake up fast. Countdown is coming. Yeah, what's on? the wake up fast? That's kind of a weird thing. Uh, maybe he woke up with a morning erection. And he's like, I, I gotta, I gotta explode here pretty soon. <laughs> I gotta get up and go to work. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Could be it. You know, that, makes that sense. morning action. Early, oh. early morning love. I'm looking at a Kiss fact forum. There are a lot of people arguing who's playing the drums on this song. Really? A lot of Peters, but a lot of people saying, no way, that's Peter. So, Anton on Rocket Ride. <sighs> so far, what we've heard, it's totally believable as Peter. Then the next one, sounds nothing like Anton, not anywhere on that album. Then later, Anton Fig. Oh, it says he's been asked and he said no. Then there's another one that said Bob Kulik said yes. What do these people know? <laughs> Such as the internet. Yeah. I don't So far, just not knowing for sure, except for what we read on Wikipedia, I would believe it's Peter. The, really? The drum fills that he's doing, like the sort of r- descending rolls down the toms. Yeah. Totally a Peter move. I just think like the general beat, just the main beat of the song, is such like a perfectly timed <laughs> machine that doesn't have the Peter swing with a little bit of, you know... I don't want to say intricacies, but a little bit more character that mm-hmm. he would put into a song. I don't know. It's it. This sounds it like a sessions drum. It reminds me of Into the Void. Same kind of just basic beat. Yeah, this yeah I think he's capable of it, and uh, you know he he gets it on during the choruses. And the key to it is this is the sound of it. <laughs> it's just the, the the drum sound is consistent, and and it. You could put two different drummers in the exact same kit on the exact same day, mic'd up the exact same way, and it would sound different. So 
That is why I think it's Peter. I guess at so, the... I mean, nobody's disputing it's Peter on the other cuts, right? Uh, well, the thing I was looking at was specifically talking about Rocket Ryan. Well, I know you were. Well, I didn't read every fucking thing on the <laughs> internet. We don't have that well, much time. Well, I read what... I read, and that was all I read. Right, to but you. There, it, are you aware of any other disputing of who's playing I, the drums on the other Alive Two studio cuts? I'm not. Okay, then. Maybe they told Peter they're going to want an explosion when you record this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For some reason, I was under the impression that this was like Ace's solo album, where he did it at home without anyone in the band. Well, he he essentially did, but we're kind of kind of leaning toward this being Peter. Yeah. I guess at the end, we all know what's at the end. We'll kind of try to, we'll, we'll try to argue Peter's that th- at the but end. But that—that's look. It's not like uh, it's not like that. Well, we can talk about it then. But it's not like the fucking, you know, Y Y Z or Hot for Teacher just came out of nowhere. Peter's capable of that level of drumming. Yeah. <laughs> One of the more glorious uses of double negative in lyrics. Yeah, what was that lyric? The gravity that used to hold you down just don't exist no more. Don't exist no more. Yeah, if you said anymore, it'd be kind of nerdy. Does not exist. Does not exist anymore. anymore. Yeah, it doesn't work. No, No, it's it's perfect. Yes, and it's also, you know, the implication that his tool is going to make this woman levitate is uh, is also... uh, Pretty damn, uh, <laughs> pretty damn sublime. Right, yeah. Anti gravity. He's uh, yeah. He's I mean, he's taking a, a page out of the Paul Andor Gene songbook uh, with that move. His penis is going to turn her into David Blaine somehow. <laughs> Andy's shaking his head. I I think that I'm probably wrong. I'm I'm man enough to admit that I've been wrong my whole life that this is Peter, but I'm just shaking my head because I've always thought it was Anton. So yeah, that Tom work right there is very Peter Chris like. Yeah, it might just Anton doing a, a role of that magnitude would have would have uh, would have been a little more technically. Yeah, I would say right. so. Perfect. There'd, there'd have been some some kick drum. Uh, you know, kind of patterns, w- including the kick drum there, I, w- I would think, if it was Anton. That's just, like, straight banging on the toms and the snare. Yeah. So that's... that's and it's a very indicative of the drummers he worshipped. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Coming up, you know, that sort of jazzy, almost uh, almost even surf-like uh, drumming. <clears throat> yeah. He's doing the Gene Krupa drum boogie. Exactly. She wants a rock and She wants a rock and always loved that just that whole section there how it's the one kind of single note doesn't sound very full yeah so it's maybe even like the timing wise it kind of varies a little bit and then it just once the once it all kicks in that second time around just a just a glorious effect there yeah, it's building yeah and they they per- they kicked on the phaser right at the perfect point of the yeah. sweep there mm-hmm. it was just Perfectly executed. It's building up to something, but what's it building up to? I think he's going to tell us. An explosion. <laughs> she wants an explosion tonight. <laughs> Dennis Rodman yeah. was at that wedding. I want to explode <laughs> on your daughters tonight. You think that's how he behaved in North Korea? Nah, he'd be dead. Or yeah, exactly. <laughs> or do you think it was like, hey... You can behave like that with me since I run North Korea. Unless the, unless there's a room where yeah, you, you, can, you can go in there. Yeah. And yeah, there's some people in that room. You can go do whatever you want. He's going to fare better than that jackass who tried to steal that propaganda fold or the poster, poster and they fucking died. Did yeah. you hear yeah. about that guy yeah. recently? Did they ever say what ended up being the cause of death? I'm sure they just brutalized him wasn't in he in a prison. coma for well, a year well that's the thing yeah. they put him in a coma somehow but they said there was no signs of trauma so they're saying oh it's like food poisoning yeah, or some kind of water boarding fucking hell he was uh, I'm sure it was subjected terrible. to yeah literal hell on earth it's not a place I ever want to go to but who goes there and thinks who thinks it's a good idea to fuck around like that I know you you really have to be crazy to try to bend any rules there I mean I remember how like shocking it was when I was a teenager and I heard about that kid getting caned in Singapore right Right, yeah that was even like whoa yeah don't mess around in other countries yeah what did he do he was he spray painted a car that's what it was and he just got caned Right, he didn't get whatever this guy got. Well, this 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 guy was sentenced to like twenty years or something, wasn't he? He didn't the even cane last. Guy? No, the guy who died. Oh, was he? No, Jeez. the cane guy. That was like a public caning. Yeah, that was in exchange for. A, <laughs> they did. They took him literally to the public square and beat his ass with a sugar in cane. front of everybody. There were hot dogs and beer. Yeah, <laughs> in, in exchange for not, uh, you know. Doing the hard labor in prison, we're just gonna beat beat the fuck out of you in public. Jeez, uh, Andy picked up my reference. I did. Uh, Very nice. Yes. 
very rare use of the wah-wah pedal out of Ace. Yeah. Is this, a, this is probably the first instance in the KISS catalog, yes? or It's, wow. the, it's like the only one that comes to mind. Yeah. I'm probably missing one. Yeah, but, there uh, might be something else out there, but you're right. That's I not mean, typical. I guess uh, uh, New York Groove, whatever to get that sound. He he had that, but, but that was on the rhythm mainly. Yeah, right? that was the rhythm. And it wasn't just uh, and so and I guess the leads. He might have busted it out a little. Yeah, bit. and that was immediately. Following but this was this, after. So, it, yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, and then of course the the intro to the guitar solo, great one, even better on the Lost Alive. Uh, the vo- the verbal intro? Yes, of yeah. course. Yeah. Th- one of the things we like most about rock music, and that's what's missing from it nowadays. <laughs> can you uh, yeah, grab a hold of my can rock? You ba- <laughs> can you back it up to that point? Sure. I can guess. I want to take the whole solo in here. Let's give it quite a bit. Here we go. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> That might be my number one A solo yeah. of all time. I wouldn't argue argue with you on that one. Yeah. That's one that definitely stands out to me. You yeah. know, a lot of times we've had this discussion a million times, but a lot of times I feel like sometimes guitar solos are uh we need to do it because that's what we're supposed to do. And you know, some of it's okay, some of it's kind of filler, or it's you know, the same thing that everyone else does in a guitar solo. Let's do some tapping here or whatever. These bends here, but this whole guitar solo seems like it's one of his best composed. It's uh, to use a cliche that's used in many fields. It, it tells a story instead of just kind of being there, right? Instead of just kind of being an exercise and in maybe what what can I do? Let me show you what I can do. Yeah, even if it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not this is not an instance where that's happening. <laughs> the bug truck just drove I know by. I'm shooting uh, it's bug fog it, in the it, air. It kind of got really? my, my <laughs> attention, yeah. Yeah, it was yellow lights flashing, and I saw some fog shooting out of the top. I didn't even know there was such <laughs> a thing neither. in this town. <laughs> Me neither. It's good to know our tax dollars are being spent wisely. You know, mm. I haven't gotten bit by a mosquito yet this summer, so maybe... Well, that's they only have those come out at night, right? Because... Yeah, I've heard stories. I think uh, I want to say it was our dad told us about it that uh, the the kids would uh, during the day <laughs> like the the trucks would be out spewing the smoke, and uh, the kids it'd be like a ice cream truck. The kids would be on their bikes just chasing following it. it yeah, with the, with the, uh, with the cloud inhaling know. toxic yeah, poison. Yeah, yeah. So probably better that they're doing it discreetly in the evening like this. <laughs> What's wrong with you though to follow a poisonous truck and <laughs> put a giggle and I don't know gather your friends and follow it around the neighborhood yeah, why not yeah you're right
I just love those snare hits in the chorus. Yeah. The, the double shot of a uh, of the snare drum just and that's an that's the other thing that tells me it's Peter because he doesn't do it every time. He does it like ninety percent of the time. <laughs> right. Other times he like misses it or forgets to do it. <laughs> that's not something Anton Fig would do. Right. He would do it every single time like clockwork and uh it's not happening here, so that's another to me indication that it's Peter. But it sounds great. I mean this is if you want to talk about uh uh drum sounds and particularly snare sounds in the KISS catalog, this has gotta be the 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 Studio side of Alive 2 has got to be at the top of the list in terms of quality. Now Chris is giggling over here. Baby wants to please. It's getting him a little giddy, this line. You got to have the on her knees at some point. Yeah. It's like, did these guys all get their blowjobs while standing up. Not that I have a problem with that, but right. were you ever flopped over on your back like the rest of us? Right. Get? <laughs> right. It's mean, all so spontaneous that you had no time to find a seat of any sort. <laughs> well, not only that, it's just like, you know, again, most people don't get blown in the standing position. <laughs> maybe they're right. so it's busy like, that they're it's a slow walk maybe. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's like that's <laughs> like, you know, I'm the rock star, I'm the god. Get on your knees in front of me and perform. You it's know? like your boss with his talking into his phone. He's so busy that he can't Exactly. He can't do things the old fashioned well, way. Well this this line is basically not verbatim, but it's basically uh reused in uh let it go off of uh Oh, uh, the Def Leppard song, Let It Go. Really? Yeah. Uh, get down on your knees and let me know you're aiming to please. Got the same. I Tried mean, and true rhyme scheme. Why not? It's a it's a rhyme. Yeah, it's <laughs> I'm I would I would I'm trying to think if there's any other instance of that. I, I there has to be probably even in the Kiss catalog, but nothing else is coming. Oh, to mind. knees and please. Yeah, Are I mean, it's, it's got to be. <laughs> it's probably at least a dozen in the Kiss catalog. Throw T's in there once in a while, yeah. too. I mean, this we did the song Down on Your Knees. It's got to right. be in there somewhere. Hold yeah. on. I'm about to sneeze. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, this is not, you know, this is not a reach to uh, to rhyme knees with please in no. this context. Right. Got to bend my knees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I gotta go. Where are my keys? <laughs> Baby wants to please. Ah, oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, I hope I don't get a disease. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Very Jimmy Page like, like mm. with the Heartbreaker uh, yeah. solo. It's got that sound. It's got that phrasing. You know, uh, I think Ace has spoken about his love for Zeppelin. I know Paul does incessantly, but you know, Ace usually talks about Hendrix, right, being his biggest yeah. influence yeah, or something. But he, uh, they were all. I think yeah. maybe not so much Gene. 
or Peter, but I think Ace and Paul were definitely well, for sure Paul. But I think Ace was also no, I mean, Ace Apple. is always uh, well, it's it's Hendrix, Jimmy Page, Clapton, right. Jeff, Jeff Beck. I think the uh, every, everybody suspects. cites Jeff Beck. Yeah, literally everybody cites Jeff Beck as an influence. So it's true. Yeah, probably the most common out of anybody. But you never, I don't hear that anymore. You hear it from the like the classic rock guys. Yeah, talk that's, about well, that's what I mean. But you don't hear it from like younger guys. Well, because it's yeah, it's it's the guys that influenced right. that Jeff Beck. But you'll still hear them. Hendrix from younger people. I guess so. So I wonder why Jeff Beck. It was decided that he's not cool anymore for guitar players. Well, he's kind of like he's gotten super eclectic with his music over the years. So I think it's kind of hard for people to connect him with more of a hard rock background and then of course in the 70s he did all those fusion albums that were like must-haves for guitar nerds i don't know see, I you don't know those <laughs> see, I, well I've you would you wouldn't like them anyway you I, would you would shut them off with a quick are they like this uh, is not your type of music are they like satriani like pre-satriani no it's like proto it's like seven 70s jazz fusion oh, it's not okay. like shred music but it's more like I don't know how to describe it to you, but the it's the wired blow by blow there and back that are they instrumental? Pretty much, pretty yeah. Much, I, yeah. In fact, I think they all are. I can't think of a vocal on there. Okay. But those were like, again, I occasionally talk about how you know that was when I was getting into rock music in the seventies, and you know the. The stoner older brothers, my friends, we'd go rifling through their vinyl collections. They all had those Jeff Beck albums. Probably a good soundtrack to what they were doing. Yeah, getting a little baked. And plus, it's like, you know, again, it's it's a, a showcase of one's proficiency on the instrument. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, when he first started Jeff Beck Group, that Truth album, is a lot of people say that set the template for Led Zeppelin. So hmm. so yeah, I mean he's he's gone through a lot of different incarnations. That's I think he's his eclectic uh output is one of the reasons why he's not really in terms of being, you know, a hard rock icon. I think he's kind of willingly given that up just to do his own thing. Yeah. That's an explosion. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's one of the better endings in in the Kiss catalog and in rock music overall. It's just, you got the feedback, you got the hammer shot at the end, guitar solo followed by drum solo. I mean, that's like, that's bombasticism on, the, on a who level, yeah. you know, to end a song. Pretty fucking cool. So. I th- and that, that drumming, that... That sounds to me like Peter. Yeah, it must be him. It, I don't know. It's uh, slightly reminiscent of the drum solo during God of Thunder on the Alive Two. Exactly right. So yeah. Who wants to vote and, for and, oh, w- and the phasing during the drums? More phasing. Yeah. What do you know about that? Right. That was hot for a while, huh? Put some phasers on a drum solo. 
Yeah, I mean, again, to, to invoke Zeppelin, but like cashmere has that yeah. sort of effects going on on the drums. Yeah. And uh, that caught on it largely as a result of that. So I can't think of a, an example that previous to that, but I'm sure there is one. But that was r- the really where it kind of took it over the top with putting effects on the drums like that. Who wants to vote first? Hell or hallelujah. Nick's going to vote first. Hallelujah. I didn't have that clip ready. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hallelujah. Just from the mountaintops. Yes. Um, Absolutely. This is a top five for me in the whole Kiss catalog. That I believe. And again, there would be no argument from this side of the room. Everything, going through it and, you know, talking about it, stopping it when we want to. Everything's done perfectly. There's just there's so much going on that it's just all done right. Mm-hmm. He he does sound great on the vocal. It's nice to hear Paul in the background during the chorus. Um, drumming is great, as as Chris has mentioned. Um, guitar solo, um, one in the middle and at the end among Ace's shining moments of his entire career in my opinion right yeah so hmm. it's just uh yeah it this is i've been uh definitely infatuated with this song for many years now and uh no so this st- one grabbed you immediately yeah when you heard oh it? absolutely yeah and on the uh i mean even with a different lineup when i got the uh fraley's comet live plus one cassette the one that was recorded at the aragon yeah in chicago it's uh even th- like that version is is and that one does have that is anton fig i think on that yeah pretty I sure think it is yeah. pretty sure he plays on that one isn't that a like an ep length it's yeah it's, only a, it's like four live songs and a studio song yeah. but this is one of them and yeah his intro if i may is uh a lot of people think this song's about space travel but it's really about entering a black hole. Oh, boy. So that was his intro on the live Jesus. album. So black hole. I'll leave you with that. Hmm. Who's next? Lady Space, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'll go next. She had a vacancy. Yeah, she did. <laughs> space for rent. <laughs> yeah. Um, space for rent. <laughs> I was always under the impression, again, that was Anton. If this is Peter, and I'm going to go along with that now, this is the best Peter performance in the whole Kiss catalog. Can't argue with that either. Yeah. Um, again, Ace, the best Ace performance maybe too. Mm. I don't, I, might far get more of an argument on that, but uh, there's there's a case to be made for it. If you exclude the solo album, there could be some arguments on that. But if you exclude Ace's solo album, I don't think there's I a better Ace I performance. I will agree with you there, yeah. yeah. I, I don't think so either. I mean, you could say, oh, Shock Me's awesome. It was his first song, big hit, well, big-ish hit in the Kiss world for him. But performance-wise... Yeah, there's not as much jack on that yeah. one as this... Uh, is this cut here and then i know you want to say uh, escape from the island no you don't <laughs> that doesn't work without, without the, that doesn't work without the pat marita visual <laughs> yeah. right for yeah. me anymore yeah but yeah um definite slam dunk for ace this is probably the ace song if someone said hey what's ace all about i would say ah, yeah maybe well, you start it's with rock lyric the lyrical theme and yep. you know all of that it's every it, all the elements are there and you know over time the the spaceman thing 
could become a bit tiresome that, you know, it's 40 years later and he's still doing, I'm the spaceman lyrics. I'm way out there. I'm, cr- you know, yeah. I'm not saying it's he's bad, but I'm still, saying uh, he's still pulling it off though. He's still pulling it off, but I'm saying at this point it was like f- fresh. Yeah. At some, you know, later you get well, like, okay. Th- and at this point they had the world's attention to, yeah. to express that. Yeah. The, the whole characterization. Right. So it, yeah, perfect. Perfect time to release this song too. Perfect era for this song to come out. Yeah, maybe even a pinch late. Yeah, I, I think mean, so. I guess leading into the solo album, maybe it's good for Ace, but just as far as for the band, this is kind of, you know, this is a starting a downswing a little, a bit. downswing, a pivot, if you will. Just, you know, went the solo albums and then Dynasty and Unmasked and Elder and you know. Kind of swirling down the toilet at that point <laughs> popularity at least from what they were right here when this came out do you know hmm. that this was the only uh studio song from the album that was released as a single did you know that i didn't realize that they released any of them as singles this was a single with uh tomorrow and tonight on the B-side. live yeah from alive too okay. yeah yeah huh and Andy's Andy's why would that be was there anything else released from Alive 2 as a single? Well, you're not going to be happy about what the leading single was. Because <laughs> it was a live... That shouted out the loud. The live version of shouted out, li- oh. or shouted out Loud, yes. What was that B-side? Nothing to lose. From what? Alive 1? I don't know. That's a good question. I or did they do a... Do I it? I'm sure they were doing songs from previous albums. I don't know tour, if it's a different version, though. That's uh, I don't even know why they would release singles from a live album. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, Rock and Roll All Night was huge. Maybe well, they I thought, oh, I mean, a live, here we go. A Live 3, they took advantage of the opportunity, I remember, and they, wasn't it I Love It Loud was like the big single that they tried pushing? Yeah, I don't they, know. They tried giving that song a second chance. So. They have a vi- no, they didn't have a video for it. They just no, I don't think so. Radio stations. Yeah. Chris, it's your turn to vote. What do you think? Oh, hallelujah, of course. Again, uh, when this first came out, I thought it was a ripoff. That there wasn't all live material, but and I sort of dismissed all of these songs, and that was a mistake, which has since been rectified. And this, I mean, think about it. You got this. You've got. Uh, All American Man and Larger in Life, which we haven't done yet, but, you know. I mean, from Ace, Gene, and Paul, that's some pretty primo shit from each of them. Yeah. And, uh, like I said, I, I, I don't even know how I dismissed these cuts. Uh, I guess that was the one thing about having, uh, well, yeah, I mean, it would be easy to do with the vinyl, too, but you know, with the eight track format as all the studio cuts were on one program and I was just clicked past it. Yeah. I don't know. I was just like, you know, it's a live album. I want fucking live material here. Right. But, uh, you know, this stuff is, um, some of the strongest of the entire kiss catalog. And I like the, uh, the cover, the Dave Clark Clark five cover, Rockin' in the USA is probably my least, well, not probably, is definitely my least favorite of the five. Right. But even that one's pretty good. It's just a little hokey. But yeah. uh, the, the, that trifecta that I mentioned earlier is 
is is as uh, robust as anything that they ever put out. What is it about rock bands where at some point the majority of them decide it's time to make a song where we just name a bunch of cities? I don't know. It's just a thing. You think that's just kind of a, not a cash grab, but something like As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. That where it's like, all right, well, that's, that's something we could do. It's cheap pop. Yeah, cheap pop, I guess we'll go with. And, you know, whenever you play those cities, you're going to rally the crowd up and you right. drop it. Or even if you didn't mention the city in the original version, you can substitute out a city when you're in a different city. So Yeah, that's true. Where you, you accent it differently. You, yeah. let it wait, you let it breathe for a second, then you yell the city you're in in a different voice with, like, a question mark at the end. Hammond! <laughs> yeah. Nick no. wrote a song like that in our old band that had a bunch of cities, and it included... Oh, that's uh, right, it did. It Dean did. Reds had one, too. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah? What was that about? It was, our, uh, it was about our... Uh, our this, uh, I, I won't call it a tour, because that's like the most pretentious thing. Yeah, man, we're on tour or whatever. We, yeah. we strung together some, some out-of-town dates yeah. out west, and we name-checked all of the cities in one song we did for that tour or after like was it written before you did those shows? no it was written after it after. was b- basically a tale of our yeah. adventures okay. on that tour <laughs> but we name checked all the cities that's cool so yeah that's more it's like for you than for the cities pretty much like you were going yeah. back there and playing it for them it was no like, yeah no definitely not right Next, yeah. some of those <laughs> cities I wouldn't want to have gone back to. So. One and done. What was the worst city? Spokane, Washington. <laughs> Such a quick answer. Yeah. I think no. you've mentioned that. Before. That's actually the worst city I've ever been in. And remember, I'm from Detroit. Wow. It was why hell. so bad? From Detroit, lived near Gary in Chicago. It's the area that the place we played at and the place we played at just an absolute toilet. Wow. So, yeah, no hesitation there. Spokane, Washington, worst city I've ever been in. 
for all our listeners in Spokane. Second worst, I'd have to say Little Rock, Arkansas. What a shithole. Really? Yeah. Never been Just there. Just nothing going on down there. <laughs> really terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. Well, it's just nothing. like you, you're pulling in, and the first thing you think of when you're pulling in is, when can I get out of here? Wow. Was so, that yeah. on the same trip, or that's totally <laughs> That unrelated? was a different one, but th- those are the two worst cities I w- w- visited in my music career by a long shot. Wow. In the song Nick wrote, he, he used the phrase decatur orgy coordinator. I don't know that that was mine, Or was though. that the other That was writer. the other guy that helped me. There was the Wilt Chamberlain of Maryland. Um, Basically, the song was just the Oklahoma Casanova. Yeah. <laughs> The song is just about the the <laughs> about subject the, uh, of the song going to all these different cities and just breaking hearts, breaking trail hearts. of yeah. broken yeah. hearts. Yeah, from Tokyo to Montreal, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Another yeah. uh, Don Juan of North Dakota, I think, was one of them. I mean, it's just a, it's it's a it's a uh, he brought you know. syphilis to Minneapolis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was yeah. one of them. <laughs> it's an easy tactic. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, know? it kind of writes I mean, itself. Yeah, and also if you're somewhat clever about it, why not? You know. Yeah. Right. Well, hey, three hallelujahs. It's time. All right, Hammond. I got a question for you. Paul wants to know if Rocket Ride is a stone cold kiss classic, as voted by the three rock and roll boners in this room. Oh, such boners. You don't get to vote at home. I'm sorry. If you're not in the room, uh, your vote of, doesn't matter. What kind matter. of boner does that make you listening yeah. to this? <laughs> My goodness. Boner. <laughs> You can uh, insufferable. Yeah, exactly. You can do it. Makes them an erection in the macabre, (laughs) basically. (laughs) (laughs) You could vote on social media. You'd be an e boner and vote in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you you know, sound off if you want, but at the end of the day, nobody gives a damn about (laughs) your opinion. (laughs) Certainly, nobody in this room. Right. And uh, I will say this also, any opinions to the contrary of what's about to happen here, you're fucking crazy. Right. Uh, usually we're pretty right when we say that we don't expect to get any opinions to the contrary. I think that'll hold true here. Yeah. I don't, well, let's finish this Yeah. Out. Let's, let's not, not prolong this. Let's not seacrest this one. Yeah, exactly. All right. Votes are in. Andy, Nick, Chris. Got to be good, good, and real good. Busted out. Good. Good. Real good. <laughs> Damn good. Yes! Put a ream of silk on this one. Yeah, this This is uh this is definitely a, a the whole band's history. This is a top Top number. Oh yeah. Even though like the whole band's said, not well, in it. It's what did you say earlier from the mountaintops? <laughs> it's absolutely true. I mean, this is a this is a triumph. Um, I, if anybody disagrees, I mean, give it your best shot to, to state your case. But you you will be shouted down. Yeah. With extreme prejudice. <laughs> <laughs> so. Keep that in mind yeah. before you pipe up with your stupid opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is this is flawless. It really is. Yeah, you know? I can't th- exactly. I can't think of anything wrong with it. No if anything, 
The only thing wrong with it is the barking out intro of the guitar solo isn't the one that's on the Lost <laughs> Alive because there's an extra, there's some extra uh, pizzazz in there. You got it up? Yeah, you ready? Yeah, check it out. That extra yeah there is essential. You need it there. <laughs> but yeah, all, all that building and stuff, it's like it builds up, then it comes back down, it builds up again. It's fucking great. Yeah. What a brilliant arrangement. Maybe they'll do, <coughs> this year, maybe there'll be a 40th anniversary of Alive 2, and they'll they'll add that into the, uh, the actual, t- you know, perf- perfect sounding studio mix. Dead Daisies uh, did it as part of their set on the cruise. Really? I missed wow. it, unfortunately, but it's pretty cool. They busted that one out. It would have been cool to see fucking Doug Aldrich ripping on that one, but uh, missed it, unfortunately. Hmm. Well, real quick, we have to rubber stamp it. If you disagree yeah. with us, that's just the fucking way it yeah. is. Yeah, don't disagree. It's just, it's not going to make you look good. Yeah. No. And if, at all. If you get on social media and pipe up, Chris has a warning for you. Don't make a fucking maniac out of me. Nick, too. <laughs> um, since we kind of talked about it, why... <sighs> you said something about Ace, uh, and, you know, Live 2, 40th anniversary. People keep bringing it up. Is Ace going to come back to Kiss? Why is that getting traction Cause it's now? It's because he's skinny now. Is that what it is? I don't know. He's getting he's in skinny now. Yeah, he's skinny now. He's getting in shape. But yeah, but it's well, Gene is apparently contributing a couple cuts to his next Ace's next solo album, so that's fu- fueling the fire a little bit. It's interesting because there's the assumption that if Ace is friends with Gene and Paul. They're just going to toss Tommy out and put yeah, Ace back yeah, in. Yeah, they're going to make this giant corporate decision. Which, honestly, based on that. in 2017, this isn't an insult directed at anyone, but in 2017, I don't see Ace rejoining Kiss as being a major ticket seller. Like, I don't think it makes a no. difference who's, you know, if it's Ace or Tommy. Yeah, maybe no, not. It doesn't. I mean, when they did the original reunion, that's a huge thing in 96. Oh, God, yeah. But. In 2017, if you bring one of the guys back for a tour, I don't see that being like, oh, my God, me yeah. and the family, we're all going. <laughs> we're following Kiss this summer because Ace and is not, back with It's them. not like they're going to just add Ace to it. Right. You know, not like they're going to have two lead guitar players. Oh, definitely not. Yeah. Oh God, yeah, don't do the Iron Maiden <laughs> thing. Well, we have to keep Tommy, so now we have three. No. Yeah, it just, it, it's just... Who knows? There might be a thing where he'll come up on stage without the makeup and play or something one time, and it would be. Uh, they cool they to would see. never do that, though. Have somebody come out with no makeup well, to join them with makeup? I did. S- well, it wasn't a Kiss member, but when I saw them in Rockford, they did it with, with uh, Rick Nielsen. Well, that's different. That's, yeah, it's not I mean, a Kiss member, but I mean, they did have someone come up and well guest. And they had they had Phil Collin up there. Yeah, when they toured with you're right. Leopard, so. But again, I guess it's different if it's you know Ace is the guy who yeah, was he's wearing been in the band. Yeah, it's his makeup. Yeah. That I mean, that's like uh, I remember hearing something where there was a rumor that Vinnie Vincent was convinced that when the reunion tour happened, that they were going to have him as part of it as well. 
Oh, really? Like I don't know the how eras true. Eras of Kiss. Like, yeah, I don't know how true that is. If he actually said that to somebody or thought that, but I've heard rumors that yeah, he was under the impression allegedly. Boy, was he mistaken. He was not acknowledged In, ever no, again. No. Even on the, you guys remember the Chris Jericho Paul Stanley interview? Paul didn't even want to talk about Vinnie Vincent. He, uh, he asked a couple <laughs> questions like, and now we're done talking about that. <laughs> that, was, that was it. Yeah. I mean, was, you can, well, move on. We don't want to talk about him anymore. At the convention that we were at, someone asked a question about it, and he just he answered it politely, but he just, yeah, just it's something, it's not a working relationship. It's not somebody he's in contact with. But it's like he doesn't and even want to say and that. And he didn't work with him for really that long. So uh, and and had He's bad persona non grata. Yeah, yeah. The kiss pantheon. Yeah, he just he just the bottom talk line. About I guess rather than just shitting on him, it's better to just move on. Yeah, I guess people want to hear. Yeah, people want dirt. <laughs> <but> <laughs> right. Yeah. What can you say bad about this person? Well, and it's the other thing is it's pretty much been established they're not interested in talking about him. You're not going to be the guy who suddenly <laughs> gets Paul Stanley <laughs> to open up about Vinnie Vincent. So don't ask the question. Yeah, that's you over know? with. If you see him at a convention, yeah, just tell him. Stick that you to your <laughs> sob story <laughs> about how you were molested by your uncle and that you need a hug because of it. Right. Don't leave Vinnie Vincent out of the discussion. (laughs) (laughs) All right, it's almost time to go. But before we go, it's time for a Pot of Thunder lightning round. Oh, yeah. Grab a hold of my rocket. Yeah. (laughs) Ready. Yes. All right. Sure. This week's Yardo questions. Let's see. Let's find a good one. Pick a good one, Andy. Pick a good one. Here we go. What do I have here? It's like Russian roulette. It is. One pull of the trigger. (laughs) And I pulled the trigger. This week's Yardo Questions comes from Neil Johnson. Ah, Neil. Neil's Johnson. (laughs) Big Johnson. Yeah. A Yardo Neil. (laughs) Yep. Headed right for us. All right, here we go. Question one. (laughs) If the original lineup had never broken up, would they have been successful in updating their image and sound to remain a viable act in the 80s? Hmm. I'm going to say no. I would think probably not because uh, Ace didn't play that kind of guitar. Right, exactly. And... uh, just image-wise, Ace had you know the successful solo band for a little while, but just image-wise, I don't know. Like, I mean, Gene didn't even pull it off. True. So I, I don't. Know. I would, yeah, my short answer is no. I, I just I, I don't think that you know. I think based on Unmasked and the, the Elder and stuff, even though not all four guys played on it, was just they were petering out at that point. So I'm, the answer is no from me. You too? Yeah, no? I, I would think so. I mean, I think it might have been more of like well, an, yes or no. Well, I'm I'm gonna say no, but I'm gonna make a comparison to Aerosmith, okay. how they were there in the '80s, but for a good chunk of it, they didn't really fit into what was happening, and then they they came back. But so Kiss could have pulled something like that. Yeah, out. possibly. I mean, because you could argue that they barely were a viable act in the 80s. Who? 
I mean, Kiss, Kiss compared to what they were, I they disagree. Had, didn't they cancel? Was it the Crazy Nights or the Asylum Tour? They had to cancel dates because of poor ticket sales. So, I mean, you could argue at least for a portion of it. Uh, they were a pretty permanent presence on MTV. I mean, in terms of the touring, I don't, I don't know. But, I mean, they were they were certainly rev- relevant throughout the 80s. So, question two. What is your favorite cover of, capital of, a Kiss song? That is I mean, good. you could think of the Kiss My Ass album. There's a, another Anthrax one I can think of. Right. Mm-hmm. Jeez, mm, there's a Megadeth one. Uh, Which one? Oh, Megadeth did um, Strange, Ways. Strange Ways. That's not going to be my answer. Um, you know, I really liked, I don't know if it's my favorite, but it's just one that comes to mind is the Gin Blossoms, Christine 16. Hmm. Interesting that's, call. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, hmm. Yeah, that's. <laughs> there's a lot of them out there, too. I'm just having a hard time zeroing in on one. Yeah. I guess I'm just going to go. I mean, it's pretty faithful to the original. And it's just it's really well done. The Gin Blossoms, uh, Christine 16. That's what yeah. I'm going with. There was a recent anniversary posted on Facebook or something of... Uh, Kiss performing Hard Luck Woman with Garth Brooks on the right, Tonight Show. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one too, yeah. There's some there's some good ones on that on that album, that tribute album. Mm. Some Didn't weird Skid ones. Skid Row do Come On and Love Me. Yes, and they like did a very good ourselves. All right, I'm gonna vote for yeah. that. That's I, the other one I was gonna say would have been Lenny Kravitz's Deuce, but give me a Skid Row doing Come On and Love Me. Uh, yeah, that's 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 right up there too. That's a great one. That that whole, even though it's like five songs, that whole "Beside Ourselves" EP is fantastic. I don't but know. If, I don't know how familiar you are with it, but the Rush song on there is, is it's great. A working man? No, it's uh, what you're doing. What you're doing? That's right. Oh right. Really yeah. great. That's right. And what like Little Wing is on there? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people have covered that. But yeah. yeah. That's my vote. Not the way and, I uh, have, man. And that live version of uh, <laughs> uh, Delivering the Goods. Yeah. That's right. With Rob Halford. With Rob Halford. Some great stuff there. No, what's the last? It's a Ramon song, right? What's the last uh, one? Psychotherapy. Psychotherapy. There yeah. All right, question three. Has Kiss influenced more artists than the Beatles? I would say as far as people who have done similar style of music, maybe, yeah. Hmm. But if they would have come out at the same time and had distinct different sounds like for coming out at the same time, it might be easier to answer. But I I would say maybe. You you hear particularly guitar players. I was just about to say. Yeah, Ace Fraley or, you know, any of the Beatles Right, as, as say, far as guitar. I'd say they've influenced more lead guitarists than the Beatles, but overall I think the Beatles it's have a, influenced way more people. Yeah, it's because the Beatles influenced Kiss, so it's hard to answer that. Well, the Beatles pr- pretty much influenced everyone, yeah. but uh, I'm going to say Beatles for overall influence. Nick? Uh, it's it's hard to argue that just because of the fact that they influence Kiss, but I don't know. Like, 
I guess it just depends what you focus on more. Yeah, it, that's that's a really that's a really good good question though. If you break it down in different ways, like the, like the lead guitar playing, then yeah, obviously it's Kiss. But like I'm sure know. there are a lot of people that we don't listen to, and I'm, this isn't a dig on the Beatles, but who would constantly reference the Beatles? Right. Like we're listening to more like hard rock. Exactly. We're, gonna mention, we're reading that or right. watching those videos, right. and we're going to hear more Kiss influence. Like do you you. Juliana Hatfield is probably right. more influenced by the Beatles than Kiss. Right, so. but but if you've got like a whole, I mean, there's a huge swath of music that could point to the Beatles as being influential. But we're not less obsessively. So but I guess obsessively watching her interviews to hear her. No, no. <laughs> but I guess though, if you're talking strictly musically, then yeah, there's that. But if you want to talk like stage. Oh yeah! Like whenever, like if someone's pointing at someone in the crowd or thrusting their hips, sure, they're not, not getting Beatles. that from the Beatles necessarily. Because oh, the Beatles stop playing live halfway through their, you know, stardom. Well, which, and which would be an impossible and they were, feat now. They were right. ultimately a standstill, you know, th- kind of. Band. Well, plus they, when they, they did play live, you couldn't fucking hear them. Yeah, they were playing through a, you know, uh, these tiny PA's through the. PA system in a baseball park, and you couldn't hear them am- among the screaming yeah. girls. So, yeah, but so yeah, their their impact as a live act is, would be dwarfed by Kiss, right? Exactly. So, so there you have it. It just depends how you want to divide that up. Right. In general, Beatles, rock and roll, stage show, lead guitar, Kiss. There you have it. Right, Niels Johnson. So Niels. <laughs> Thank you very much for this week's Yard of Questions. If you have a Yard Grab of Questions. Grab a hold of Niels Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, Neil. There you uh, go. I hope that's what you want. Yeah, turn that into a ringtone. <laughs> it's a freebie for you for your Yard of Questions. Yeah. If you want to send in a Yard of Questions, and they're still coming in. This pile's getting bigger and bigger. We might have to uh, just do a Yard of Question episode, a bonus Yard of Question episode one day to catch up on these. But uh, if you want to, s- coming. Yeah, if you want to send some in, find your buddy Andy on Twitter. That's not my name, but you can find me easily by following Pot of Thunder. Um, Facebook's fine too. I'm always on there commenting on our posts every Monday and whatever throughout the week. So find me, send me three questions, and then I will spring them on Nick and Chris. <laughs> there, you will get your spontaneous answers that you've been dying to know. <laughs> right. Dying. Dying. Well, that's all the time we have today. I can't believe we didn't go see Kiss, Megadeth, Anthrax, Body Count. Maybe, but we didn't. Maybe we'll make up for it in the near future and hit up some kind of a event. Yeah, we'll go see Cool in the Gang. How's that? W- that? that would be oh, we're going to be a Gene solo show. So. That will be excellent. I think leading up to <laughs> that is going to be a lot of fun. And the stories afterward will be good. So that's August 26th, I think. Yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. So Okay. That's at Park West so, in Chicago. So, so any, cool. anybody wants to come out and watch Gene and yeah, have us tweet about it <laughs> while you're <laughs> sitting there right. somewhere in the same building. Yeah, then come, come on, on down. Out. Yeah, that'll be a blast. That's gonna be fun. We could go to the zoo before. It's right across the we street. We could meet you at the zoo. <laughs> Why not meet you at the zoo? Yeah, listen to the zoo while we were at the zoo. <laughs> Think anybody's done that? Brought a jam box and <laughs> I think we're going to do that <laughs> on August twenty sixth. 
Maybe maybe the inaugural spin of crazy exciting would <laughs> be good. That uh, has to become a scorpion song. Uh, Can we tweet them that over and over? Yeah. Please. It's like it could be like the Betty White SNL. Yeah. Thing. Just there please just let's get enough people behind this. Yeah. But we can't say no. B side, of course, would be lightning shot. <laughs> <laughs> The next thing will be, she wants an explosion tonight. (laughs) (laughs) First lyric is, you see the way she's dancing? Yeah. Yeah. It's perfect. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Look at that. (laughs) Look at that. Uh, This is how the magic happens. All right. Well, hey, we'll be back next Monday. More good stuff. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.